this though. Yeah. There it is. Okay. So it takes up no memory and I'm good with it. Awesome. So. But just to catch up while you're doing that okay. with the whole, you know, the energy neither being created nor destroyed coming from like the water in the ocean coming into a particular bottle of water, you know, it, it doesn't matter where it goes. If it goes through our system, we urinate it out or throw it up or whatever it out and then sweat it out. And then, uh, then again, that goes through a filtering system. So actually in a sense, our soul does the same thing. It goes through a similar filtering system once it um, evaporates from this, well, would be cadaver, cadaver, you know, dead body. So it's just like, okay, it floats away and okay, it recycles, it goes through this filtering system and then it's mm -hmm. reconstructed and realigned and reawakened. And then as soon as it's awakened to everything that it's ever done, it goes, okay, I want to play again. But you can't know how the game ends. You can know how the game ends right now. But once you start the game, you will not know how it's going to end. So you pass through this veil and you choose to do this. It's like a contract. It's like a contract uh, that you get with the judge. The judge says, okay, these terms of conditions that you've already gone over with your probation officer and that you've already gone over with your public defender, defender. <laughs> Pretend, or I mean, defender. <laughs> I know I can be so evil sometimes, but, um, and that's basically just a way to keep you back in the meat grinder. Um, but these terms and conditions that you've uh, established yourself with, mm -hmm. yes, we're going to um, grant you that this is what you be, because this is what you pleaded to. This is the agreement or the contract that you signed and the terms and conditions will be manageable to you from your probation office. Now your probation office is as much like your soul caliber. So once you get out and you meet this big voice in the sky or whatever you think it is, then you essentially uh, go through this whole process. You either go to an exotic vacation called a heaven or you go to this hell, which is an imprisonment. And then when your terms are done, like every exotic vacation ends and every term of probate or uh, imprisonment ends, then you come back into this flutter of, okay, cool. Now I want to come back because what are we doing? We're here to continue to learn for personal growth and we're here to grow. And every freaking religion says the same thing. It does. It says the same thing. It's all going in a direction of, well, the Hindi way says well, it like. Well, you need to put today's status so Of course. I'm going to have you read it out. Okay? All right. So, yeah, the Hindi way, the Taoist way, the Christian way, the Buddhist way, the Luciferian way, the Satanist way, it's all the same. Mm -hmm. It really is. The Judeo, the Hadassism, the Bhagavad Gita. I read all these. <laughs> <laughs> um, oops. And they all say the same thing. And I'm just like, duh, hello, let's do something about this. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people hear certain words and they get freaked out because they're meant to, they need to believe a specific thing because it works for them. Well, let me tell you that the language that you speak works for you, doesn't it? I don't understand mm -hmm. Spanish, even though I understand all the curse words and all the dirty talk. 
just like most of us do. You know what I mean? You know certain words you hear. Um, but I don't understand Japanese at all. I don't understand Korean at all. But that doesn't mean that they're not relevant to those people. And those people are not wrong for speaking their native language, right. their native tongue. Just like people are not wrong for believing and being entitled to their own course of action. Their own belief system. Their own way of, okay, this is how we've done it. Hey, do what you need to do. And that's when I'm coming to realize that everything truly is in harmony. I used to sit there and go... Oh my gosh, when is this world going to wake up? No. No, 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 You can't force that upon people. You have to allow them to wake up at their own time. You know what I mean? When you're not ready to get up, you're going to be... You're not ready to... You will not change until you're ready to do it. Mm-hmm. So, nobody can be told essentially what to do. Well, I'm stubborn. Well, that's because you continue to make yourself believe and act upon the fact that you are stubborn. You're not really stubborn. You're just... Stuck in this rut of, well, that's how I've always done it, which is a very pessimistic kind of way to look at it because it's not really full. Am I boring you? No. Somebody is just, I'm like, I get a text and I'm like, sometimes it startles me. You're not boring me, but I do agree with you that people decide that they what they are and what they're not. Mm-hmm. And they fix that, fixate on that. Mm-hmm. And it either promotes, allows them to promote themselves or allows them to prevent themselves from being able to accomplish anything because they're fixated on that one idea or ideas. They're I'm ideas. sick today. Okay, yeah. so you're going to continue to be sick today. Right. I'm not feeling well today. Okay, so you're going to continue to not be feeling well That's today. Right. You make a conscious choice. Happiness is a choice. It's not just something that you find. It's not something like, okay, I'm looking to be, I'm looking for something to make me happy. It ain't going to happen. You're not going to find it. Because once you get something that, if you got a million dollars, you'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy. And then all of a sudden, once you spend it, you're like, I'm not so happy. But you had a million dollars and you were happy then. So all the stuff you've accumulated is going to get taken away because you no longer have the insurance to pay for it. And this, that, and the other. When you try to find extrinsic meaning outside it, it means to stay happy. Yes. Then when all that's gone, then you have nothing left. You have to find the intrinsic happiness. You have nothing left, but what happened? And you're asking yourself this question as if you uh, have no uh, understanding of how you got yourself there. As if you're clueless to how you bombarded yourself with insecurities and fears and nothingness. It all begins with the way of thinking, but more so than that, it's intention. Mm-hmm. What is your intention? I'm already telling you what you know. This is ridiculous. <laughs> How do you know I know it? Because you're smart. Thank you. But I guess it's maybe for the. For those that need to hear it. Need to hear it and help figuring it out because they're uncertain, unsure, or they just just don't know. But that's perfect. You know how that's perfect? I want to hear that. I want to hear how you would think that would be perfect. Why is it perfect? Why is it perfect? Why is it perfect that we have all this discord and this whatever? caught up in their day-to-day lives that it's they're all about themselves and not 
willing to see the worldly view because that's overwhelming emotionally and psychologically. And if you start thinking about the worldly views and what's going on in the world, oh my goodness, it, it'll shut people down. And so if you can just focus on yourself and then ignore what's going on around you, then you can function. It's to the best of your ability. Some people do it better than others. Okay. Now, how can you be at peace with yourself and also peace with the world around you and being in tune with everybody else. How can you do that one? Cool. That's a hard question. For some people, I think it's unattainable. I do because they just don't have the capacity, um, whether it's learned or if it's a choice. And it is possible to be at peace with both yourself and the worldly view and just doing whatever's best. Some people have higher spiritual belief and then that gives them the comfort that they need to, mm -hmm. have, the, to have that balance between themselves and the world. You want to know how I do it? Yeah, sure. Please, tell us. So, I am both happy with what's going on with me. Mm -hmm. And I used to say, you know what? As much as I want to sit there and say I don't care what anybody else thinks, I know that's a lie because I'm lying to myself. And if I want to be true to my authentic self, mm -hmm. then I can't lie and I have to be genuine with what I say. So, what that comes down to for me is, okay, it all comes down to what is. Mm -hmm. Okay? If I'm seeing something in a path, the only way that I'm going to be like, I don't like that at all, is something that makes me feel insecure. And once you've allowed yourself to wash away those insecurities, meaning that you've come to, excuse me, you've come to terms with the way daddy treated you. You come to terms with the way mommy ignored you. You come to terms with the way that all these people, oh gosh, they just didn't treat me well and I just didn't like it and I didn't get, get along with any of them and I you have a hard time making fun of that because that used to be me. Okay? But I have to laugh at it because I realized that it wasn't even important. I was sitting here laughing or making these, these art just, oh my gosh, this is destroying me, you know? And mm -hmm. it wasn't. I, I real, and that's why it's so funny to me is the fact that everything that I considered offensive was something that offended, okay, I explain this. It was okay. It was because I was I was taking myself and spreading myself very thin. Mm -hmm. Okay, I was trying to convince people of who I was, whilst trying to convince myself because I had all these parents and role models that were supposed to be these that I put on a pedestal. That wow, they really didn't do anything for me, but tear me down, and because they were kids themselves raising children. And they didn't know anything about being brought up. My dad was an abused kid. My mother was a uh, victim of uh, sexual abuse by her own father. So it was like one of those things where they didn't know what the hell to do with me. Mm -hmm. So therefore, just put them in the middle, sit there, yell on them, this, that, and the other. And I, I think, okay, so this generation produces children. And they're kind of tweaking it a little bit to make it better. But it's still kind of one of those... 
you know, it's like a baby boomer effect. It's like their parents and then theirs or our parents and then our, we're parents now. And then, okay, so our kids are what, 10 years old and having kids now, apparently, you know, I'm just being silly with that. But it's like, we have all these kids raising children and we never really realize that, hey, it's okay to be who you are. It's okay to love yourself. It's okay to express your emotions mm -hmm. and to, you know, if you're male, to act and, and embrace that feminine aspect of mm -hmm. yourself. doesn't mean you're gay. <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. Yeah. It has to do with embracing that feminine aspect in you and, and women to embrace their masculinity. Now, we needn't take it too far. But if that's what you need to do, then that's what you need to do. Now, what helps me is, oh, I know you know this, that the one of the things that if I tell you who I am mm -hmm. and you reject it, then essentially you reject me. And I'm much too fragile to handle that in my life now. So I don't know if I can actually tell you who I am because if you break me down, that's all that I have. So therefore, if the outside world rejects me, well, then what does that say about my internal? It's not very strong. And that's okay. But this is to help people embrace that aspect of themselves and say, I don't care what anybody says that, okay, I just shut out what they say. Yeah, for now. But there comes a point where you have to relate to that. You have to be in common, in communion, in communication, common communion, communication. Because that's what we all have in common. That's why we separate into these separate containers or chariots or vessels or human bodies. They're all the same thing. That's why we separate into these separate containers. Because we want to know what it feels like to be part, uh, separate from that, that oneness, a fractal. Of a fractal, of a fractal, of a fractal. Just down to its smallest degree to where we are here in some third dimensional realm, a third dimension of positive, negative, and neutral. Three dimensions right there. Light, darkness, and, you know, afternoon, I guess. <laughs> Equator. Um, equal sign. Um, but you have this point where... But you have this point where um, it's like you question everything because we're always we're in, in, in inquisitive uh, animals here that want to know everything. They got to have it all figured out. The easiest way to figure it out is when you stop trying to figure it out so much because then it just like falls into your lap like um, a godsend or um, whatever. It's just like, oh, okay, cool, I get it. So essentially you come to find out that this peace that you're striving for exists on the inside. And the only way for peace to exist on the outside is to understand that everything is perfect. That the world is already, believe this or not, the world is already in harmony. But we as humans like to screw it all up. The what? We as humans are like to screw it all up, think we need to make it better. 
true. So in the process of trying to make it better, we're screwing everything up. Sometimes it's best just to leave it alone. Mm -hmm. um, in your attempt to fix it, don't fix it if it's not broken type. Yeah. What mom and dad used to say, mm -hmm. used to, was, history repeats itself. The reason why history repeats itself is because we continue to study it. We continue to allow ourselves to perpetuate that which was. Everything we do now sets in motion our future now. So the now that we will have in the future, which was, oh, there it is right now. Oh, hold on. Let me get back to you in five minutes. Let me come back and tell you in two hours. Let me tell you next tomorrow. That's the now that I'm setting up. So all the intentions that I have right now is setting up everything that I'm going to experience later. Nothing happens until something moves. When something moves, it gets set into a direction. Once it gets set into a direction, whichever way you choose, that's what that is. That's the symbol of chaos on my neck. It's all over me because I am chaos as well as everybody else and nobody comes to figure out, well, chaos is bad. Yeah, it is if you're looking at that aspect of it. But if you're looking at the divine aspects of chaos, kind of like a coin, you got heads and tails and you got the whole coin. Well, just put the coin in your pocket and quit worrying about whether it's heads or tails. Okay, everybody says chaos, oh, it's bad. Yeah, which one are you looking at? Are you looking at tails, the side of it? Or are you looking at the heads? Oh, I'm going to side of it. Doesn't matter which angle you look at it. That's the thing of perfection. Is that if it wasn't supposed to be this way, it wouldn't be happening this way. We would be experiencing it in a different tone or a different light. But because we're all on a sense of contract, like... Um, the terms and conditions say, like going back to what the judge had said, well, this is what you're sentenced to and this is what you have to do. And some of these people are get on a pre-sentence. Some of these people get out on drug court. Some of these people do this. They got to do anger management. Some of these have to do, well, like where I'm at right now, which is fantastic because it's great to see you. But um, it's, it's one of those things where um, you have all these different terms and conditions and not everybody has the same terms and conditions. They don't all have to do the same thing. There's little tweaks and variations here. Some have longer, some have shorter, some don't have it at all or whatever. So our terms and conditions coming back into this physical existence is essentially that itself. It's um, the terms and conditions we accept that we know before we come into this 3D physical dust related realm magnetism and gravity and yuck sometimes but that yuck is beautiful because it is the process it's the game you're playing and here we are and to understand to think that it's not perfect because everything has a purpose i'm supposed to do this you're supposed to do that we're supposed to do this we converge in the middle we have our little communities common commonalities and that's what we do we relate to each other from separateness because we once came from oneness now we separate into separateness and now we're all getting back together to see just exactly what it was like to be one 
And then once we become one, we decide, oh, hey, I want to be separate again because once you're on the other side of the fence and once you go in, you come out. And once you go out of this room, you go into that room. And you turn back around in, you leave that room, and you come in here. So in is out, and out is in, and as above, so below. That which is, isn't positive, is negative. The good things are bad, and bad things are good. Well, how are good things bad? Good things in excess can be bad, because you do not want to eat a bowl of Frosted Flakes, and each Frosted Flake, you eat a cup of sugar with it. Or something bad can be good, because at rock bottom, once you stop digging, then you find that the only thing that you have left is to go, oh, <laughs> I only have to go but up from here. So everything is perfect. Everything is in harmony. And if you look at anything and judge anybody, you can't judge, you can't complain, you can't explain, you can't use excuses, you can't blame and scapegoat things. Because once you start to do that, you start to fall off of this track and you get all ching, ching, ching. And it's like, mommy, the toy isn't working. Okay, set it back up on the tracks. Let mommy show you how to do it. And we always need to be shown how to do something. Okay, when really, if we just sit there with a the subject long enough, we can sit there and go, hmm. okay, I kind of see how this works. I see its similarities to other things. And even if you don't know, and you really don't know, then just enjoy the journey. You don't have to be so harsh. We, we're always so harsh on ourselves because we were made to believe that we're, we're supposed to act a specific way in these certain settings and you can't reveal your emotions in public because that makes you crazy or, um, you know, but that same crazy and the, uh, coming off of a black, uh, witch box, which is a television screen. It's a witch box. It's black. It's, it's, it's black magic. Um, it's mind control. Uh, it gets you to go, uh, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Oh, there's the boat. There comes the hook. I'm going to go up and get the hook. And bam, now I'm snagging, caught. And you wonder why. You knew what the boat was there to do. You knew what the hook was. You recognize the little bobber up there. But you can't help yourself. You just uh, got to go because the senses of the flesh are just drawing you to it. And you can't help but be a greedy thirsting, hungering, hungering, craving, lusting, sexual being, and you just fall right into it. You're just like, oh, I just couldn't help myself. No, you're just making excuses now. Understand that it had to happen that way. It needed to happen that way. And it is what it is. This whole, okay, well, this is this way, and this, and this is that way, and well, this is who I am. This is who I've always been. Get out of that. When you get out of that who you think you are, you have it is chaos. You have to embrace that chaos. You have to destroy yourself. And that doesn't mean freaking put a gun to your head and kill yourself or eat yourself with a bottle of pills like my mom did um, to death or drink yourself to death. It means destroy, not physically, but destroy the mental aspect, that, that mental border, that mental parameter that says, <laughs> okay, take a step back, realize that one through nine is on that side, and negative one through negative nine is on that side, and zero's in the middle, so you step back and go, hmm, so this is what's going on. And once you step back and watch all the other fish play with the lure on the boat, then you can actually realize that, um, 
Okay, I actually am back here far enough. I can see that there's a main thing out there and there's like some stuff going on and it looks like he's just kind of like, oh look, he's shaking the pole and the little thing dances through down there, the little lure. Oh, wait a minute, hold on. And you put these little connections together and you start to go, hey, kids, get away from that school, disperse. And then all of a sudden one gets picked up and then their little baby goes. So when you step back, and, and view the positive and negative that's happening around you and stand at that central point almost as you are the, the, the teetering for the totter, the, the focal point, the axle, okay? And you've got these scales on each side weighing the karmic energies that be, okay? So there you go. Once you see, okay, there's a positive over here, and I can appreciate the positive for what it is, but I don't think I want to go past five because then I get sucked to the extreme of nine. And the nine, the extremes, nine or negative nine, are not a good thing necessarily because once you get to negative nine to the extreme of that, or nine, negative nine being the extreme, you find isolation. That's not what we're here to do. But then again, when you get to the nine, you find arrogance and greed. So I like to position myself around four, negative four, three, negative three, two, negative two, one, till I get to zero. Now, how do we do this? We can actually determine where we're at based upon how you feel. We'll rate how you feel on a scale of one to 10. I cut it down to nine because everything can be reduced down to nine. Does that make sense? So 2019 would be 9 plus 1 is 10 plus uh, 2. So don't count the 0, obviously. So you've got 12, right? So essentially you take 1 plus 2 and that becomes 3. So 2019 uh, simplifies down to 3 because only 1 through 9 exists. Essentially 9 is the highest number. Mm -hmm. So... Rate yourself on that scale. Where do you feel in this position? Where do you feel in that position? And then decide, okay, I'm here on the positive scale, but there's another aspect of me that feels at a negative one. Oh, okay, cool. So if I'm at a four right, or if I'm at a four or five right now on that, and I'm at a, let's say just, zero, I mean, I'm not really feeling any negative right now. I'm just If I had to put myself anywhere, I'd put negative one. So um, then it's easier for me to see where I'm at and then it's easier for me to place myself at a zero point balance. Once I'm able to, able to place myself as a zero point balance, then I'm able to weigh both sides better. I'm able to say, okay, here's this and here's that and what am I going to do about it? Well, let's take an, another step back because, oh, there we go. Now I can see the whole thing that's going on. Like I said, when you're right underneath the lure, you can't see anything. But once you swim back a little bit, then you can see the boat, then you can see the pole, then you can see the bobber and the lure, and you can see the man standing there with his little kid going, we're going to have fish tonight. <laughs> so... That's really what I feel devil and angel and all that stuff is. That angel is your awareness. It's, it's symbolic because man has to place this 
title and label and category and everything. It's not the sense that we're wearing shoes. My shoes are this and your shoes are that. And I'm wearing this blank shirt. You're wearing that blank shirt, but we're both wearing gray. <laughs> so it's, it's like we have to identify everything. We have to place everything in these different spectrums of uh, gradients within those spectrums. So these gradients are these little highlight points, little dim points. There are all these little marks in between each Roy bib. So um, once we decide, okay, here we go. Then we got angel, okay? Then we got devil, okay? So angel would be that aspect of you, that awareness that says, hey, swim back a little bit, take a look at this before you gander too fast. Wow, okay. Yeah, I see what's going on. Oh my gosh, my angel just sent me a message. Well, your angel is your awareness. Your angel is your cognitive thinking that says, Oh, are you sure you, you want to do that? Oh, okay. Oh my gosh. It's a godsend. Okay, well, place that label on it. That's fine. Do what you got to do. It's your language. Speak it. Okay, well, the devil made me do it. Or is that the chatter in your head that says, that you have no control over your, your flesh senses, that you have to engage immediately, that you need immediate gratification. Because once you need that immediate gratification, then you're willing to do anything to break the rules, to get exactly what you want. Because you're never satisfied with what is. You're always looking for something greater because you're never taught patience. And it just goes into this just spiral of... <laughs> So, it's kind of ridiculous. But at the same time, it's perfect because it is the way it is. We're each at different stages. You can't sit there and yell at a kindergartner for not knowing what the hell you're talking about. Or a high schooler for this. Or a middle schooler for doing that. Or, you, know, you don't know that yet. And I do. <laughs> it's a competition. Get out of the competition. Pull yourself out. Realize that people are at different stages. Some went to college. Some do different things. Some have this different way of thinking. Some have these different belief structures. Some speak different languages. Some have different traditions. Some have different religions. Some have different tribes. Some have different color. But you know what they all have? A heart. They all bleed. And we all breathe air. I don't care if the air is over in Cincinnati. It's a little thicker than it is in Phoenix or in... Maine or Bunglapore, I don't care. We're all breathing the same air underneath the atmosphere, within the atmosphere, contained within. We all have to obey the laws of gravity. Well, you know, some don't when I have my own little jetpack. <laughs> okay, little squirrel suit, I get your point. But gravity will pull you back down. Okay? So, because the rate is spinning so fast. But... Uh, what we have here is just essential this, that, and the other. Call it what you will. Call it what you want. When you realize that people are in different progresses and different stages and calling different things what they will and using different words, I mean, then you come to the point where it's like, how is that not harmony? It's beautiful chaos.
I would love to just sit here and talk with you all day. Okay. Well, you'd love to talk to yourself? No. I you got I, your little mirror right there? That's right. You just be like, hey, how you doing? I got so many. Oh, gosh, you look fantastic. Thank you. Never mind. <laughs> all right. So, you're living in Angie's house. Uh-huh. Are you required to be there, or is this something because that's where you just landed? Both. Uh, I'm just going to continue to work, and like I said, um, <laughs> um, one thing that I'm not going to do this time is, and thank you for listening to me, by the way, I'm really very, very grateful for that. Um, one thing I'm not going to do this time is rush into a relationship and decide to be all, <gasps> take me away. You, know? you can't be saved by anybody. If you no. can't save yourself, then nobody's going to be able to save you. You're going to end up doing the same thing over and over again. Exactly. Um, so, so what is my plan to get out of there? Um, I'm just going to keep working and I'm going to keep doing, oh, something I wanted to ask you real quick. How do I get into the program here to be able to do the whole, uh, peer mentoring thing? So there's two things you have to do. One is you have to go to peer support training with NASCARE, which comes along every quarter and they just ended it last week. So. So, next time. When's the next quarter? Um, probably not for another three months. So. Well, that'll give me time to get my shit together. Right. And then, the other part is um, that you will have to apply to become a peer. It requires you to have a fingerprint clearance card. Are you on parole? No. I am on probation. Okay. Intense. Okay, you can't get a fingerprint clearance card to work here until you're off of probation. It doesn't matter that you have. It doesn't matter that you have charges. We have plenty of people that have been on probation that work here. Okay. So it's just a matter of completing that requirement. Um, and so that's. Four years, but I'm going to do what I can to get off in two. Why? Because I'm ready to just, uh, David Griffin. David Griffin. Mm-hmm. I know. All right, so IPS four years. All right. So, but like I said, I intend to be off sooner than that. Good. I love that, that you're assertive with your goals. I'm very that's driven. My, that is my job, is to help you achieve your goals. So How many times am I going to get to see you? Um, is this it? No, 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 no. We'll be seeing each other on a regular basis. At a very minimum, you have to see me once a month. Because I have to do a, a report. This is awesome. <laughs> so you're going to be my... Are I'm you your, my... I'm your care manager. Yes! Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> this is fucking awesome. Okay. See, things happen. This is awesome. I'm, like, so happy. I'm, 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 I'm in a state of grace right now. I'm very pleased. I've had some clients that walk in here and they're like, oh, I know you. I don't, I've got to turn around and walk back out. So I'm pleased that you're pleased to work with me. It almost gives me a, here, can I have one of those little hankies over there, please? Oh, yes, you may. 
Yes, so, exactly. So because my job is to report thank you. to information. And um, did you sign the release of information so they can communicate with David? Did you do that at intake? So you're my you're my girl, huh? Yeah. This is fucking awesome. Uh, I'm your girl. <laughs> so my you know, mental health go-to girl, yeah, the one that I get to expel. Go-to precisely. So came in. On <laughs> Gives me a little, like I said, this is this is not a fake by any means. It's all good. I'm flattered that am. you feel that strongly about oh. you know um, that you feel that way. Oh, that and um, and well, I remember some of the talks we used to have on the bus, and uh-huh. that quite. I should say this or not, but I'm one of those, this, you know, it is what it is, and I just really don't care, this shouldn't be a, a conflict of interest, but, um, you know, I did have a little, a new direction. <laughs> okay, thank you, I'm flattered, but, I didn't know, I'm like clueless as to you didn't know that? Uh-uh. Why do you think I talked to you the way I did? Uh-huh. What do you think I wanted to sit next to you on the bus oh, all the time? Oh my goodness. What do you think I was like, hey, hey. and then you date no someone else and oh, I was just like Tony. Oh my gosh, it's like a cross to a vampire, huh? It's totally water. Spring springs the water at you. Don't say that name. Okay. Don't say the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to. That's why I Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh my god. Seem to be all Mr. Freaking sobriety, but wasn't, huh? Precisely. Exactly. Precisely. I know about these things. Oh. Oh. That's what always used to upset me. I'm like, oh, she knows me. Yeah. I'm a douchebag. Anyway. It took me a while for me to pull my head out of my tookish. It did. Did that hurt your back? It's all right, though, but that's the beautiful thing, because we need these failures. We do. They're necessary. Yeah. That's what a lot of people say. Well, I'm going to try to be happy and avoid positive or negative. You can't. Just accept the fact that you're never going to be able to get away from negativity and just appreciate it and love it, accept it, embrace the darkness and say, you know what? I'm okay being in darkness, too. And I'm okay being in light, too. And I'm okay just being right in the middle sometimes. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. So... Things for okay. you. Just want right. to know it's about where you're working. Uh, HDH Landscape with Robert Gonzalez. Do you know who I'm talking about? No, I know Robert very well. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. I'm glad you're working with him. Good. That's my coach. I know he's good at that. He's one of the few, one of the very few people that I know mm-hmm. that I believe could manhandle me if he wanted to. Because no. <laughs> I don't believe very many people can. But he wouldn't have to do that because he can talk to you. In, in the he loves me and I wouldn't have to do that to him because I know his weaknesses too. But I love him. He's a brother. He's family to me. Mm-hmm. I call his wife Yvonne, mom. I'm like, hey, mom. 
second meal. Awesome. Good. Well, they're family to me. Here. Jesse, Trish, mm -hmm. Sophina, Destiny. They're they're that's my that's my family here. That's good. That's I don't have any family mm -hmm. here. That's my family. Cool. Good. So you're working with Robert. I had a wife, but mm. <sighs> did you get divorced? Yeah, I left her. Like I said. Like, did you legally get divorced? You know, I never really signed anything, so... Hmm. Legally, you're probably still married. <laughs> Shit. Okay, go on. What were you saying? Yeah, uh, about that, too. We will cross that bridge when you're ready, because there, I can help support you through that process. Okay. So you're working with Robert, um, HGH, this is good. And you're living at Angie's. Mm -hmm. IPS for four years mm -hmm. with the goal of getting off sooner. Yes. And you should sign an ROI because I know that David now is going to have to get paper. You think with all the technological advances that we have, that you think we would have one of these? A hologram? Um, like, yeah, I know. Um, so you'll see me on, yeah, I know, right? My, Virtual. Yeah, exactly. Iron Man, Tony Stark style. That's so cool. It's coming. They, sure if they can show it on a movie, they've already got it. I know, exactly. If Japan yeah. just says, oh, they still mucking with smartphone. <laughs> Charger. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. They still working with smartphone. Uh -huh. They're not free energy like we do. I know. Think about it. Right. Well, you know what? What's Tesla had already invented it way long ago, so it's possible. Uh, like. uh -huh. You know that part. Yeah. <laughs> so you will come and see me once a month. I'm not gonna. Do I have to come and see you once a month? Yeah. Could it be sooner? Minimum. Yeah, you can come and see me in two to three weeks. I think I'm booked out about two weeks. So let's make it two or three weeks. Every two weeks. Yeah, we can come and see each other every two weeks. Or, okay. Every two okay, weeks. All right. On a day of your choosing, I'm in Sedona on Fridays. Okay. And are you? What? Are you trying to tell me to go see you in Sedona? No, you can see me in Sedona if you want. If you want. I mean, that'd be fun. You can see me. I'm choking myself up. Um. I'm not one of those that my here's card. My, no, they didn't give me. I have my old cards. So here's the deal. You have to see me on a minimum of once a month, every thirty days. Okay, once a calendar month. I, have I gotta to see you once a week. No, you can see me at a minimum of once a month. No, we're not seeing each other once a week. That's unless we're actively working on something. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. And so, I am just a funnel, ready to be poured into. All right. I mean, I'm glad thing. you went there. What do you mean? There's my you glad I went where? I mean, just you're open. You're open to this, like this process. Yes, you have to. You have your requirements as set forth by the court and probation and so forth. But mentally, emotionally, psychologically, you're just you're you're open and willing to. Be part of this process, and then, yeah, just 
Um, I would probably assume that he would. Okay, I haven't talked to him yet, so okay. I'm going to go over there. Do I need to sign your paper? Um. Because a lot of times I'm not sure if they're making you sign papers. Um, no, I mean, you know, if you just give me a copy of, um, excuse me, if you, you just give me a copy of whatever, then I can just be like, <gasps> Okay, I want you to. Because I'm going to go there next. You are going to go there next? Yes. And I do, I do go by Loki. I know you do, but for official purposes, I, I can put a note on your chart that says that. Mm -hmm. Because, actually, I'm going to change my name to it. Awesome. Because um, something that really upset me mm -hmm. was when I went to prison, my... Uh, Wow. 